We're back again with Parents versus Gaming. This is episode 57. My name is James the Third. I am joined by the amazing, beautiful Kia Kane again. Kia, how yes. are you? I'm doing good. How's the week? Doing good. It's been a, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a week. So we are jumping in. This is the third episode of the night that we're recording. Again, if you're listening to this on audio or YouTube, you can find us recording live on twitch.tv slash. That's your cue. I'm sorry. Your mic cut out again. Hey, listen, that's not my fault that you have okay, technical okay, difficulties. Okay, anyways, I know. I mean, I wouldn't be a real streamer if I didn't have That's true. That's 100% true. Let's just, let's just face it. Last okay. week, my whole computer bricked. So there's <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, so <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> the joys of trying to do this but, as an amateur. <laughs> yes, you can find me at twitch.tv uh, backslash Kia Kane 0801. Um, that's where you can find me at on Twitch. So that's where live. you can watch the live stream of the podcast yes. or watch her stream. Uh, she does all kinds of video games and she even has a story night if you just kind of want to sit down and follow along. Yes. My story nights are very nice. They're very cozy, relaxed, and very chill. And my chat is usually very, very quiet. Um, but it's just a cozy little stream, basically, because it's story night. Everybody's there for the story. They just want to chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. And your chat, your community is really, really great. They're pretty amazing. So Yeah, I got to say, I have a pretty pretty fire community. Now, if you're, a, a if, you, biased, <laughs> if you're a Discord fan... Uh, the home of Parents vs. Gaming is now just going to be solely on the bakery server. Yes. Do you want to yes. kind of explain a little bit about the bakery? Yeah. So the bakery is basically my community. That is the name of my Discord server. Um, it's got its name because I love to bake. <laughs> um, and um, I actually do occasional baking streams as well. Um, so I do things like that as well randomly. Those are usually my pop-up streams. Um, but yeah, so the bakery is um, where we will have, um, it's where my community's at. Um, I have stuff in there for mental health. I have stuff in there for people to just chat. Um, they can um, have, I have hangout channels. I have gaming channels. I have, <laughs> I have the podcast channel as well <laughs> now in there. Um, but yeah, that's basically where everything goes down. That's where you can keep up with me as well. Because um, a lot of times I will be in there in Discord. Um, I'm usually on there. Um, it has all my socials as well, um, which is also where our parents versus gaming as well will have their socials so people can go in there. If they don't know where they can find us, they can find uh, all our social links will eventually be in the social link channel. We are currently working on that. So bear with us, guys. Um, yeah, hopefully but, uh, when you, as, as you're as, listening to this, it's up. <laughs> yes. So hopefully as soon as you're listening to this, yes, hopefully it will be up. But yes, all our socials will also be linked in my Discord as well. Um, and it's a really homely community. Um, a lot of people in there are super friendly. Um, I don't tend to have very many issues. Every once in a while, one might pop up, but we usually nip that in the bud pretty quickly. Um, we don't deal with a lot of drama. Um, that's not something I like. That's not something we promote in my community. So, um, and everybody's pretty friendly. Like I said, we're pretty, pretty tight knit community in yeah, there. Absolutely. Like a lot of us, we, we know each other. We hang out with each other on occasion. So, um, whether it's in a VC or gaming together as well. So, yeah. Hey, it's fun. You definitely should jump in if you want to interact and, and have a little, sometimes it's just laughs. Sometimes the stuff you guys talk about isn't even about uh, video games. It's just no. daily, daily life. So, yeah. So it, it can be a 
great escape from life once in a while. Yes. I even have a channel in there that says make us hungry. So like when I post food. <laughs> I like, hate when you I... post in that, that one. <laughs> it's, I always look at it when it's lunch because I'm like, especially Monday afternoons. <laughs> this is when I scroll through your Discord server. It's Monday afternoons. I'm on the conference mm -hmm. call and I'm like, oh, what are we talking about this week? And I'm just start scrolling through. And our conference calls are at one and I usually don't eat lunch before. And then the longer they go and I'm just looking at all the food that he has made that week or other people have talked about. And I'm just like, oh, why am I doing this to myself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's funny because actually some of the people's discords that I've been in, um, I, they purposely created a channel for me to be able to post food in. <laughs> <laughs> they have purposely created that because they know I love to post food. So they purposely created a food channel for That's me just mean in their, their discords. That's just cruel. So I can do it. And Ooh. so, yes, we do have a channel that says Make Us Hungry, and you can post your food that you make there. Um, and if you have a recipe or anything like that, you're more than welcome to post it. So well, I do have channels like that as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> I have creative channels for my, my artists that are in my Discord as well. So it's kind of nice having a variety of people in there that like doing different things. Hey, there you go. All right. Let's jump in to this week's topic, Kia. Yes. We'll check it out. This is Parents First Gaming. We're all about trying to help parents understand kids that game or maybe your different relationships that you could be in. So we're always going to be jumping in. But this week, we're going to talk about the nine benefits of video games for your child. Uh, this article is on parents.com uh, by the parent editors. So I guess I can't give a shout out to one in particular person. But parents.com put this up. This is actually just this past August that they talked about. And underneath you can see there, it says age-appropriate video games played in moderation can help young kids develop educationally, socially, and physically. And we've been saying that since the beginning, right, Kia? We talk about everything yes. in moderation. Everyone's worried about their kids being addicted, things like that. But everything in moderation. So the first one, why video games can be beneficial. Uh, I'm just going to read through this a little bit. As parents, we tend to focus more on the potential dangers than on the benefits of video games. But since these games are a normal part of modern childhood, it's good to know that video games can be a powerful tool to help children develop certain life skills. Understanding the benefits can help parents choose appropriate leisure time games, help educators seek ways to supplement classroom teaching, and help game developers create games that teach. I think that's really important. We talked about everything in moder moderation, but just the, the idea that they're that they can be beneficial. There are so many parents out there that believe that video games are just completely evil and ruin and rotting their kid, you know, their kids' brains. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like we've been fighting this battle for years, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's just a, it's a bad stigma, right? That the, that the it gaming really community gets and it's sometimes it does come across unfair. Now, of course, if you listen to our first episode of the year, you heard us that the world health organization diagnose video game uh, addiction as a real disease because yes, it, it can be. Um, and again, we talked about everything in moderation. No, should your kid play 15 hours of call of duty every day? Is that maybe an addiction red flag? Yeah, probably, but probably. there are other video games out there that sometimes they might not even feel like a video game to the kid because they're really just teaching them things. And we're going to jump into the here. Uh, number mm -hmm. two is video games can teach problem-solving skills. And it's true. We talk about different puzzle games that they have. Here they say video games can help children's brain development. For example, when my son was a young adolescent, I watched him play Legend of Zelda games. He had to search, negotiate, plan, and try different approaches to advance. Around the time of my research, many other games 
involve planning and problem solving such as Bakujin Defenders of the Core were being released. I have no idea what game that is, but apparently it's got a lot of puzzle solving mechanics mechanics in there. Um, there's also modding where players can customize characters, things like that. There, if, the more you get into PC gaming, the more you can have mods that are part of games. And you really just learn uh, different ways to develop. Uh, some kids might be into the development side of things. Kia, do you do any of this stuff with Kane that you see a lot of um, problem solving skills that he that he gets out of video games or, or how do you kind of use this um, to your advantage? Yeah, he, he likes, um, so <laughs> he's a big puzzle kid. Um, he loves puzzles. Um, now I will say that there are some times where he's like, he thinks he, he, he tells me, but I know he can. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know he can cause I've watched him do it before. <laughs> <laughs> You know, them kids that are all sneaky. They're like, yeah, of course they test you. I'm so helpless and defenseless. Please help me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My kid. He is dramatic as all get out. And um, for anybody who pops into my streams and knows that my son likes to come in my streams, um, he loves. He loves being on the camera. I'm telling you. <laughs> it, 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 it is funny. Anytime we're it. recording a podcast, he's always got an excuse to come in. And you can always, if you're oh, watching yeah, on yeah. YouTube, you'll see Kia turn around. And he's he, she's trying to listen to me talk, but it's always funny. I'm, in my head, I'm like, I wonder if she's hearing anything that I'm saying. Because right now she's telling Kane to get out of the room because she's, <laughs> it's probably like, Kane, Kane, get out of the room. Mama's recording right now. <laughs> uh-huh. I've done it so many times on the podcast. Um, I know I did it in um, a couple episodes, or the last two episodes we did. I don't know if you realized that, but I muted my mic. Because he probably opened my door and I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> Listen, he's, he's just trying to be, become he a streamer. Just, he wants to, be on, he, wants to be live on camera. He really does. And actually, him and uh, my husband actually streamed for the first time. In over a year, my husband streamed, and it was with Kane mm -hmm. on his channel. And um, they did the they were doing the Henry Stickman collection. Nice. And so, jo and so Kane got to do all the decision making and everything. And um, it's amazing how well his memory is because he's actually watched videos on Henry Stickman and knows the ways to how things work and like how to actually successfully leave like whatever scenario they're in. And he'll be like, oh, this. And he's like, how'd you get that right on the first time? And he's like, I've seen this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. But he does actually um, know how to, I guess he, he's figured out how to do things, like certain things yeah. on his own. Um, he's, I don't know, he's just in his hand. Now, the only thing that we need to work on with him is his hand-eye coordination. Apparently, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Key, it's very simple. You get what's called a pitchback. Did oh, you ever have a pitchback as a kid or see a pitchback? No. So it's this frame that you set up in the backyard. And basically, you th it's so you can play catch with yourself. So you throw a ball oh, at okay. it. And you throw the ball into this net and it slings it right back to you. Oh, immediately. okay. Okay, I need to get Your one. Your hand-eye coordination so gets there <laughs> really quick because you hit yourself in the face two or three times. You're like, huh. Oh Lord, he's gonna come in balling. He's gonna come in boohoo. Well, the the funny thing is, I, is the funny I don't thing like it. it's ruined my life. I'm telling you. The funny thing is, this is, is the Kia, worst day of my life. Is the is the way this thing works? It's you know, it's the more angry you get, you know, what kids are the more angry we get. They're gonna throw they throw the ball harder because they're mad. Yeah. Well, the harder yeah. you throw the ball, the faster the ball comes back to you. 
So you can get quite a bit. Of, maybe maybe start with a a a softer ball. Maybe not a soft ball. We, Those are hard to break loves, his face. So <laughs> he loves football. So my father in law got him a real football for Christmas. Um, came with a T and everything. Um, and so we were playing, and I was teaching him how. So my son is left handed. Mm-hmm. I am right handed, and so is my husband. Now I can do things with my left handed. I with my left hand. I'm actually left eye dominant. So when I when I shoot anything, I have to use my left eye. So I taught myself how to use my left hand. Yeah. So I can teach him in some aspects how to use his left hand when throwing and stuff like that. And he throws like he threw a perfect spiral the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "Now if you could just catch the ball, that would be amazing." Hey. <laughs> If you're going to be quarterback, you don't have to catch it, right? So, right. Good work. Um, <laughs> but he, so I was trying to teach him how to catch the ball. Like, you know, I was like, okay. He's like, well, it's at my face. I said, then direct it away from your face and direct it towards your body. That way it's not coming mm-hmm. at your face. And Absolutely. he's just like not understanding this concept. <laughs> and I think one time, like Josh, he got hurt because it, it, it did something. And mm. I don't remember what, but he got, I'm done. I'm like, okay, dramatic, whatever. <laughs> You're done. Okay. Go sit down. Chill out. Well, he came in <laughs> because um, I guess they had, they were, um, Josh had tackled him gently, obviously. Mm. Um, <laughs> and he was trying to get the ball and Kane rolled away from him and the ball popped him in the mouth Ooh, and he had, a, he had a loose, he had a loose tooth already. The tooth was super loose. We've been telling him he needs to pull it out, which he actually did the other day. Super proud of him for that. Um, but we kept telling him, baby, you need to pull that tooth out. It's like super loose. Well, it popped him in that tooth. And of course, it pinched Ooh, the gum. So of yeah, course, there's course. a little blood. Okay. My child does not like blood. He does not like the <laughs> sight of it. If it's his or anybody else's, he's, he's not for it. Like he is just no. Like this is a no-go for him. And he's, I hear it. I hear it. Obviously, mama instincts, right? My kid's screaming, crying. I'm like, what is going on? I, I already knew because he was yeah, with Josh. So I was like, I knew. Something something happened by accident, and now it's it's ruined his life. So he comes in. I'm never playing football again. Daddy hurt me on purpose. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, he hurt you on purpose. What happened? <laughs> <clears throat> Like this kid, anytime something happens, it's like it ruined his life. It's the worst day ever. And it's just, he's just very dramatic. It's yeah, just, of course. Yeah. But so we need to work on his hand eye coordination. But his problems always feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's see. Let's go back into this article a little bit. Number three. I wish this was, I wish we were queued up for the ha- helps with hand eye coordination. That would have been a great timing. Right. I'd be disappointed if that's one of the ones later. But video games can inspire interest in history and culture. So the content of certain video games can encourage yeah. kids to read and to research. For example, video games such as Age of Mythology, Civilization. So Civ games are really good. Age of Empires may spark a child's interest in world history, geography, ancient cultures, and international relations, especially if Both parents are alert are to opportunities. So those, that's a great example to learn a little bit of history. Uh, I knew, th- I know that I really enjoyed history. I wasn't good at math and science, but I, I loved history and English. And a lot of the stories you have to read uh, for school, you're not so interested in. But as soon as you see it in a movie or I got in a video game, the, the amount of history I've learned from a video game, because 
I'll jump in. Assassin's Creed ga- Creed's game. Assassin's Creed games are really, really good because they take you into this alternate version of history. But to truly get some of the best out of the game, you start to they give you teases of kind of what that era was like back in the day. And then you yeah. start reading, oh, what did this king actually do? Or how did this go? Next mm-hmm. thing you know, you've gone down a rabbit hole of like actual history and jumping yeah. into it. So I think it's really, really good to uh, introduce kids to that. And games is something that they'll play. And sometimes they're learning and they don't even realize that they are learning. Yeah. Um, I can say I've played both of those games <laughs> multiple times. Um <laughs> I love them because they do inspire a little bit of history and they kind of teach you. um, And you have to build your own world. You have to build your own civilization. You have to build up. And then, of course, depending on which um, civilization you choose depends on what you get and when you get it. Mm -hmm. And like if you can barter with a different civilization on getting new technology or like it's really cool. They're amazing games for kids if you want to get your child into it. Um, there is a lot of reading involved because obviously when they're actually talking, it's not real words. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, so you actually do have to read a lot, which could also be very good if you're trying to get your kid to read more. Um, but I feel like this would be a good way if their kid is struggling a little bit to maybe get into history. Um, this might be a good way to help them. Yeah. So number four, this is a yes, big one. This is a, this is a big one for me. I, I, we talk about this all the time. <laughs> Video games can help kids make friends the socializing in video games i think is is definitely underrated most people see the socialization in video games especially parents are going to look at this home i don't want my kid talking to people that they don't know Mm -hmm. yes it is true that you you can run across some bad things that are out there and i understand being cautious there's ways and if you want to understand the different chat setups and things like that we can definitely help you or introduce you to games or things to look out for if you think your kid is talking to someone that's not a kid um it's more positive than it is negative the problem is is that every negative one probably eliminates the hundred positive stories that were out there right so it just gets over dramatic but basically in contrast to their parents most young kids see video games as a social activity not an isolating one and that's a big sentence right there a lot of parents see this as their kids just isolating to themselves they don't want to talk to other people but that couldn't be further from the truth uh video games create a common ground for young kids to make friends hang out and provide structured time with friends so i think that that is a yeah very, very important to understand that it can add that social aspect to it. Yes, it, it can for sure. I mean, yes, you still need to be a little cautious. I, you know, but that's just me as a parent. Um, but it does help give them that social aspect as well. Like you said, it's not them just isolating. Sometimes they are doing that because they're talking to their friends that, you know, they met at school and they share a interest and they share a similar game. And so they, hop in a chat together Absolutely. and this is their way of communicating i mean just like what we used to do as kids what did we do we get on our bikes we go to our neighbor's house or our friend's house or whatever you know that's how we socialized because we didn't necessarily have this type of communication back then yeah now <laughs> yeah now you can now they have you, you're that, not limited you know? to just the one or two kid that the one or two kids that may live on your street it opens up the, the door to kids that you know one of the biggest things heartbreaks i ever had as a kid is i made friends with people and then they moved and I don't mean like moved neighborhoods, they moved states. Yes. But now video games, kids are able, you know, whether it's social media or video games, kids are able to stay friends with mm-hmm. a lot of people. So I think uh, video games is yeah. great for that. Um, number five, we're going to go through these quickly. Uh, video games can encourage exercise. If you're a parent that is just kind of 
been forced to listen to this, you're probably already rolling your eyes and you think that's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. But right here, the article talks about in my research, players, specifically boys, uh, talked about learning new moves from sports video games and then going to practice them on the basketball court or skateboards. Some took up new sports after being introduced to them in video games. Uh, hockey, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, skateboarding is great. The Tony Hawk games are always good for that. Uh, and new skateboarding games are always coming out. Rollerblading. It is true. You kind of do something in the game. You're like, oh, I wonder if I can do that outside. And then they're interested in something else. Um Research showed that playing realistic sports video games, excluding tournament fighting, led to an increased time spent playing sports and exercising in real life. Now, the other thing that I, like I want to put that in there. Yeah, the other thing that I want to point out is there are games where there, uh, there's that new that that Ring Fit or whatever for the Nintendo Switch is really really popular okay. uh, as far as exercise games. It sets goals, uh, limits. Apparently, it's very very difficult. You're playing a video game, but you're exercising the entire time. You've got VR gaming that has exercise. You've got Just Dance. If you want to play a game like Just Dance, it's going to feel like yeah. you're doing exercise the entire time. That's available pretty much on everything that, that a person they can get a video game. They have Zumba games. Zumba, Zumba games, games as well. As well. Yeah, um, absolutely. I can, I can honestly... I was one of those parents that would say that this doesn't necessarily encourage it, but... But... You were wrong. My son has recently found a basketball game and has decided he <laughs> wants to play basketball. See? So now he's asking for a basketball hoop and a basketball so he can play basketball. And I'm like, kid, you've never, what are you talking about? We don't even watch basketball in this house. Come to find out, he found a free game on his Xbox. I guess it was on Xbox Pass or something. Yeah. And he downloaded it. And he started playing it. And he was like, I want to play basketball now. And I'm like, See, okay, there's a good see. That's a real life example for someone that it was already would have been rolling their eyes. Oh, I would have because I was like, There's no way. Because I mean, a lot of times, but he, but my kid is usually not a kid who leans towards the sports type of video games. But I guess for some reason, he thought basketball looked fun, so he downloaded it and started playing it. And now he's like, I want, can we get a basketball like goal, a real basketball goal, mom? Because I want a real basketball goal. And I was like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it can encourage them to get out and actually do stuff. Key, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious of your thoughts on this next one because this one can get a little touchy for parents. Uh, number six, video games can promote the joy of competition. Uh, oh, it's boy, normal and healthy so for <laughs> right here. It says it's normal and healthy <laughs> for kids to compete with their peers as they jockey for status and recognition. In my surveys and focus group studies with the young teens, I like to compete with other people and win was one of the most popular responses for playing video games. Again, especially for boys, video games are a safe place to express those competitive urges and can give children who don't prefer sports a chance to excel. Yeah. I think that that's huge because you talk about uh, kids in school, right? At least for mm -hmm. me, older, I know they do different things today, but back in the day, it was all about playing kickball, dodgeball, and foursquare. And yeah. sometimes tetherball. And, and if you weren't good at one of those four, you were just shunned the entire time. No one wants to be yeah. the kid picked last every time. But video games no. give you a chance. Almost every kid will excel at one type of game. Maybe they're good at the Mortal Kombat Street Fighter style games. Maybe they're good at the top-down stuff. Maybe they become a leader because they play games where everyone has to be together in a group and someone needs to be the leader. and They're good at getting people organized. Uh, maybe they're really good at solving puzzles, but it puts them, or maybe they're really good at sports games. Maybe they're the, like, you know, Kane's wants to play basketball now. Yeah. Maybe Kane's never going to be great at basketball if he tries, but if he keeps playing that basketball video game, he might be the best one out of his friends. 
So maybe they are a fan of a sport, but they don't do very well athletically in with the it. Actual sport, but yeah. in the video game, maybe they can learn to be really, really good, and they get to enjoy it. So uh, I think this one's really, really, really important if you look at it the right way. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, if you look at, like you said, if you look at it the right way, it can be. I know my child is very competitive. Yes, he is an only child, but he is very competitive. And he gets that very naturally because I am a very competitive it's person. Your fault. It, it is a hundred percent my fault. <laughs> I was very competitive growing up. Um, I, I ran track. I played in different sports. Um, and let me tell you what, I, I get me out on that track and Lord help the person who was in front of me because <laughs> I was coming for him. Um, but I was just very competitive and I always beat myself up if I didn't actually win a race, which was rare, but it did happen. And, um, <laughs> But um, he, so he does get his competitiveness very naturally. Yeah. So I I ran track. My my both my parents ran track. <laughs> so hey, there you um, go. yeah, so it's pretty much um, yeah, he gets it very honestly. But yeah, he is very competitive. So it's a good way for them to compete. Your chat, your chat is even laughing at you. Because they know I'm they know extremely competitive. Yeah. I know. Listen, piggybacking is, off of what we just said. Uh, I kind of brought it up. Video games, number seven, talks about video games can offer leadership opportunities. I know that yeah. is big and something that you, you know, came being homeschooled, I'm sure this is something that can, that can hit well with you guys as well. It says here, children playing video games in groups often take turns leading and following, depending on who has specific skills needed in that game. Yeah. Explaining and demonstrating games is good for developing leadership skills, such as persuading and motivating others and mediating disputes. In addition, online multiplayer games offer teens a rare chance to participate in and sometimes lead a diverse mixed-age team, and nobody cares how old you are if you can lead the team to victory. That is huge. Yeah. It's really big. Um, so, fun thing is, um, so Kane plays Apex with me, right? Well, he was given Jumpmaster um, at the start of our game, which is basically the person in charge of jumping us to our destination, wherever we're going to land, right? So he did. He jumped us, and um, we ended up winning that game. And I said, buddy, you just, you just jumped us to victory. <laughs> like, you just, you did that, you know? Like, you were in charge of two adults. <laughs> and, you know, and we ended up winning that game. So it was really, it was really fun. But yeah, so it definitely is one of those things. Like, that's kind of like, he was kind of just put into that, that role to like jump us they're, they're called jump masters and that's yeah. what they do they jump you to wherever your destination is going to be for you to get your loot and proceed to win the game and he did he did exactly that so <laughs> it was really good but yes that in video games they can be and a lot of times people they don't care how old you are if you no, can not at all. do a good job of it you know like if you're good with it and they don't care how old you are they don't care that you're seven yeah <laughs> you know so yeah now we got a couple more here, Kia, as we wrap up this episode. Number eight, video games can spark creativity. This is another big one. An experimental study mm -hmm. published in the Creativity Research Journal found a link between certain video games and creativity. The 352 participants either played Minecraft with or without instruction, watched a TV show, or played a race car game. The researchers found that those who played Minecraft without instruction completed subsequent tasks with the most creativity. Researchers speculate this may be because they were given the most freedom to think on their own while playing. 
I know you're trying not to smile over there because Minecraft getting a shout out. If you listen to last week's episode, that was one of Kia's games that a kid can introduce a parent to. Um, Minecraft is big with that. Yeah. Kia, I'll let you kind of uh, give your thoughts on this. Um, personally, I like it um, a lot that they did it. Uh, they allowed kids to do it without instructions because I know that's how my son learned. Um, he played it uh, without instructions. Um, and he has come up with some of the most creative things. The other day, he was in my—he was in one of his gazillion Minecraft worlds because he has a gazillion of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he—he's like, "Mom, look, come look, come look what I made, come look what I made." I said, "Okay." So I go in there, and he made a whole little cat house, like you know, like a cat, like a climbing post where they can sit or scratch or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he made a whole thing like that, and I was like. You just you just did that and he's like, "Yeah, I just I just wanted to make something for my cat because they have cats in Minecraft that you can have as pets." And he's like, "I just wanted my cat to have a tree house or oh, a wow. cat tree." And I said, "Oh, okay. So he just made a little cat tree house for his cat." And I was like, "That's but yeah, he 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 comes up with some of the coolest stuff and like he's he knows how to work with redstone, which is a <laughs> advanced thing yeah. to do in minecraft i still can't figure it out to save my life no matter how many times he's shown me i'm just like yeah okay i still don't care. all right <laughs> <laughs> like, okay no and he's really good with it but yeah so it does minecraft can definitely especially if you just let your kid go like don't tell them what you want don't tell them how to do it just let them do it and they'll figure it out it's funny you, you just talk about, you know, Kane being able to do something with the redstone, which is probably the most advanced feature in Minecraft. Yeah. That leads us into our final one here. Uh, number nine, video games can provide teaching opportunities. Oh, yeah. Uh, it says here, roughly one third of the children we studied said they played video games in part because they like to teach others how to play. As one boy's dad revealed during research, most of the interaction my son has with his buddies is about solving situations within a game. It's all about how do you go from this place to that place or collect the certain things that you need and combine them in ways that are going to help you to succeed. Some children gain status as the go-to kid who knows how to beat the toughest parts of a game, teaching others, build social and communication skills, as well as patience. I think that that is a big time, whether you're playing a Diablo-style game, a World of Warcraft, Destiny is a big one. Whether even if they're a little bit older, they're jumping into Call of Duty. Maybe they're playing a racing game. Maybe they're playing a sports game. There's always the kid that like it, it could be a simple, it could be a cheat, it could be a glitch in the game, it could be a lot of different things. But there's always one kid that's very good that that will be the go-to of a friend community. Man, I really can't figure this out. Can you help me? Can you show me how to do this? Yeah, there's always that one person in that community that can do it. So yeah, definitely. I think that's. If, like I said, he loves to show, and he loves to show me how to work redstone. I I just can't for some reason figure it out. I try, <laughs> I just don't do a good job, so I just let him do it. I'm like, yeah. But they <laughs> love they love teaching. You know, they love they really teaching do. not just their friends but their parents, and that's how you can get involved. And, and that's one of the things this article is basically trying to do. It's talking about getting parents and kids involved uh, yeah. together through video games and the benefits that uh, kids can have. So. Again, we just went over nine benefits of video games for your child. My name is James III. This is Kia Kane. Thank you so much for watching Parents vs. Gaming or listening to us on the audio platforms. Any like, subscribe, 
share us with other people, comment, things you want to hear about in future episodes, we would love to hear. Again, you can catch us live once a month on Kia's Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash KiaKane0801. We hope you guys have a great week. And next week, we will be back to discuss gaming lingo. Yes. I'm very excited about that to uh, try to help out some of the parents. When you hear your kids saying weird things, you're not really sure what it is and if they're saying something that's bad because some of the lingo can be teetering on that sketchy side, even though it does not mean anything that a parent might think that it means. So Exactly. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. We look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.